A few years ago, a Focus staff member asked Alexis if she had any prayer needs. And at that time, my heart was so tender, and I really was feeling like I wanted to give up on this marriage. So I just told him quite straightly, like, I need help. We need help. Our marriage is very difficult, and would you pray for our marriage? And he did. She also found help on the radio. Focus on the family saved my life. It just was the lifeline that I needed every single day to keep going and keep hoping. I'm Jim Daly. Help us save more families every month by calling 800-A-FAMILY or donate at focusonthefamily.com slash family. Somebody asked me who the more serious parent is, me or my wife, and I think it really depends on the circumstances, the situation, the child. Uh, there's a lot there, but inevitably, one of us seems to find a smile somewhere in there, and that's our encouragement today. No matter what your personality is, more serious, less so, we want to encourage you to not take yourself too seriously. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta, who heads up our parenting team. Danny, just naturally, I see you as a pretty gregarious personality, and Heather perhaps is the more serious parent. Ah, you're right on, John. Am I? Yes, okay. yes. Uh, Heather's more the serious one. She has lists on her mind. She has tasks that she wants to, to get done. And I do love to play and, and hang out and, and be relational. I look at relationship first and task second. Sometimes that's not the best thing. And then I she gets serious Heather. with that's you. That's right. Yeah, yeah. She goes, <laughs> we need to get these things done. And so there, there are pros and cons to, to both. But she's more of the serious type. Yet sometimes she can be goofy, and I just absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah. I think some moms are just more wired to really care about the outcome and forget about the moment sometimes. Uh, Certainly as a dad, I've been guilty of that. Let's learn a little bit more, though, about lightening up. And as I said earlier, not taking ourselves too seriously. We'll return now to a conversation with popular author Gary Thomas and Focus President Jim Daly. Gary, uh, moving this to a godly perspective, this idea of joy, you know, you want to instill into your kids godly character. Certainly joy is one of them. And and you had this line in your book, Sacred Parenting, which was so good. Don't be stupidly serious. (laughs) I love that. Stupidly serious. It's a quote from G.K. Chesterton who talked about how Christians can really put off non-Christians when we become what he called stupidly serious. Or your when, kids. Yeah, certainly our <laughs> kids. We, we, we don't embrace the joy of life. And when I look at scriptures, what really impacted me and the attitude I wanted to have with my kids and want to have with my kids today, Paul worked with some of the most frustrating churches imaginable, with some of the worst sins you could imagine. I mean, acts of immorality, um, going off into heresy, financial problems. Sometimes they were taking pride in it, turning one against the other. But listen to some of the things that Paul said to these very troublesome communities. To the Romans, I am full of joy over you. To the Corinthians, I have great confidence in you. I take great pride in you. I'm greatly encouraged in all our troubles. My joy knows no bounds. To the Philippians, 
I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy. To the Thessalonians, indeed, you are our glory and joy. To Philemon, your love has given me great joy. The one thing that people knew who were loved by Paul is that he had great joy in loving them. And I think one of the goals for us as parents should be one of the greatest joys in my life is that I get to be your parent. You're not a project to me. I delight in you. You give me great joy. And sometimes it's just settling down. I remember one Easter. We were at a church where the seats filled up very quickly, and particularly on Easter morning, you know, and so they had to have overflow. And I thought, who wants to spend Easter in an overflow room where you can't, you know, you're looking at a screen. and That's the, called the little kid's I, I, table. Yeah, I mean, it's just, <laughs> I, I didn't want to do that. And so I was trying to get my, my family to understand the emergency of leaving on time this one Sunday. I'd given up all other Sundays. <laughs> one out of 52 Sundays, I wanted to leave on time. And yet, you know, my, my wife and one of our daughters have their own special relationship with time. As long as they intended to leave on time, God will it's make awesome. every light turn green and, and everything will happen and we'll, he'll stop the clock and we'll get there on time. And so I'm all frustrated. I'm in the van. I'm waiting. We've got two of the kids. I'm waiting for my wife and, and little Kelsey at the time. She was just a toddler. And the door opens up and, and it's an adventure to her. She knows she's running late. So she's like, laughing with the excitement because it's thrilling you know we we've got to run we've got to run she she couldn't find her shoes that morning she could only find one and so she was trying to suggest that somebody stole it I said yeah Kelsey somebody broke into our house last night they they left the computers they left my wallet on the counter they stole your one shoe she's like well it's possible yeah <laughs> so you know if I, I move into the van and I'm waiting and just watching them come out the door and I see my wife and I see my daughter they're in their Easter dresses and, and they're running and laughing toward the car. And I just realized how beautiful they were. And it was, Gary, this, is, this isn't a time to yell on Easter morning. This is a time to say, thank you, God, for this beautiful family. We're going to church on Easter morning. We're going to be late. <laughs> but they look great. And, and, it, and it's worth it. And it's just taking that step back to not let the joy be squeezed out of an incredible Well, experience. and a reminder where we started this was with those moms of toddlers, I think they can stress out the most. If you're stressing out, get a hold of us. There's lots of resources and tools. We have counselors to help you. It's a tough season of life when you're stressing about everything. So get a hold of us. I think that perhaps uh, the, the ultimate test for your spiritual maturity is the drive to church with kids in the backseat or mm-hmm. you know, behind you in the van. I really loved Gary's perspective about thanking God for his family in that moment Danny, speak to those of us, myself here included, the serious ones who don't like to be late. It's, I guess, a sign of disrespect. How can I be calm in those moments when nobody seems to care about being on time except me? (laughs) Yeah, it's such a fine line because you're right. It is respectful to be on time. And yet you also want to set a, a tone of of worship and engaging at church, and it's hard to do that when everybody's angry and and frustrated with one another and there's been yelling in the car and you have to shift towards a worshipful tone. That's so hard to do. So we've had this at our house. Uh, We've had moments where 
Uh, we've been running around trying to get last-minute things. We get in the car. There's frustration. There's, uh, my wife more frustrated with us than, than anyone frustrated with her. She's going, guys, we need to be on time, right? And we, we're trying to, trying to do it. And that's happened a couple times where we've had more tension build up, and I've had to pause the car. Hmm. Literally? Just say, yeah, just, just stop the car and say, hey, guys, let's just take a deep breath. We're going to church, and uh, I think we all just need to bring our hearts towards that. And it's so hard to do, but it's it's the having the awareness of where you're headed. And we have the benefit of going about 30 minutes to get to church. So it's a long time to be in your thoughts and emotions. <laughs> and do you, do you recommend that, by the way? I or do. No? I do. Afterwards, we get great conversations going yeah. about church or things coming up, and it forces us to have those conversations. And then in the morning, these types of things, we can maybe reset. We have the time to have opportunity to reset if we if we need to. Uh, but just realize that your kids will remember those moments, and you can laugh at some, but if it's a pattern, you really need to talk about other ways to start the morning on Sunday mm-hmm. mornings to start off well. Yeah, and it, we mentioned this last episode, but uh, you brought up gratitude. Mm. This is a recurring theme on the podcast for our frequent listeners. I know you know that. Um, gratitude is one of those seven traits of effective parenting. I mean, it you is. really have dialed into that. It's important. It is. It's absolutely important. It gets your mind reset and in the right direction, and it gives you that adaptability, which is the first of the seven traits, and then helps you with the others. But it gives you flexibility to be okay with the imperfection of the day and the moment. And being late, if you're an on-time type of person, is one of those things that can really trigger you and create intense frustration and that gratitude of just being able to go to church together as a family, having the freedom to do that together, and that your whole family's going, maybe can reset your perspective to be okay with being maybe five, ten minutes late. Yeah. Yeah, keep the main thing the main thing, and let gratitude be one of those seven traits of effective parenting that you utilize in those moments. Uh, we've talked a lot over the years about seven traits, and we're going to link over to a complete list of those and a whole page about gratitude, just so you can dial into what we've been talking about here today. Uh, Look in the show notes for that link. And by the way, when you're on our website, be sure to donate to the work of Focus on the Family. Uh, We rely on your support, your gifts, your contributions. And uh, so I'd ask you to generously donate to the work here. And uh, when you do, we'll say thank you by sending a copy of Gary Thomas's wonderful book, Sacred Parenting, how Raising Children Shapes Our Souls. And we'll send that to you for either a one-time gift or a monthly pledge of any amount. The link is in the show notes. Next time, we'll hear from Courtney Ellis about how to eliminate or at least reduce significantly technology distractions. I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. As a parent, it's easy to find myself sitting backseat to my kids in the backseat. It's tough to be a step ahead. and full honesty, I'm pretty hard on myself when that happens. But I've found Practice Makes Parent, a podcast from Focus on the Family, hosted by Dr. Danny Huerta and Rebecca St. James. It helps me be more intentional and not feel alone when things get tough. Everything they share is practical and well-practiced, and I can use it right away. Listen to Practice Makes Parent wherever you get your podcasts.